Welcome to the Business Collective Podcast with Terry Fletcher. Weekly conversations and insights on how to go from employee to consultant in any business field where your years of expertise can be showcased. Take your career to the next level, entrepreneurship. Now here's your host, nationally recognized healthcare consultant, speaker, and author, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Business Collective Podcast. My name is Terry Fletcher. I hope everyone is doing well today. This is our 15th episode in 2020. Uh, we actually started our podcast in March, so we have grown by leaps and bounds. We are over 10,000 downloads, so thank you very much to everyone. Please leave me a message or on DM on any social media platform. Let me know how you like the podcast, but also if you can include a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, that would be great. I'd really appreciate it. So what I want to talk to you today is about assessing the health of your business. Some of you have sent me some really nice messages saying, you know, I've really kind of already started my process in entrepreneurship. And if you could kind of just give me some ideas on how to just evaluate my business in the early stages so that I'm not going to run into trouble later. Well, what I like to call that, and I do this with my business about once a year, and lately I've been doing it a little bit earlier just to keep on top of things. And you want to be proactive. You, you definitely want, don't want to be five years down the road going, oh my gosh, why didn't I look at things from a reality standpoint? But I want to talk about this as assessing the health of your business. So in today's business climate, it may be more important than ever for companies to operate at maximum efficiency and with keen awareness of potential impact of changes in their industry and the economy. We have a lot of things going out going on right now with the pandemic. We have some slowed areas. We have some areas that have really taken hold and embraced actually the, I don't want to say embrace the pandemic, that sounds bad, but embrace the situation of being sequestered, of being um, told to stay at home, the quarantine situation. I mean, look at e-commerce. That has to be the probably the best thing ever for that industry because everybody isn't going out and spending money. They're basically buying things online and buying things on Amazon and ordering groceries online and uh, look at all of the delivery food items that we're getting at this point. So there's a lot of things right now that are being capitalized on because of the situation we are in right now in this business climate. So for those of you that have already started a business or already at least are attempting to start a business, I like to use a certain analysis and it's called SWOT and it's S-W-O-T. I guess you could call it SWOT, but that just means more of the, the SWOT analysis as far as in please form. And so when we look at SWOT, which is S-W-O-T analysis to take a closer look at your company's internal operations, as well as its position in the marketplace, it could help you avoid costly mistakes in the future, hopefully improve your management processes and refine uh, your long-term strategic goals. So it's an acronym. And what it means is that S for strengths, W for weaknesses, O for opportunities, and T for threats. So a SWOT analysis is a strategic planning tool designed to assist an organization in identifying 
the internal and external factors likely to affect its ability to achieve its objectives. And hopefully some of the objectives has to be with uh, financial, uh, I don't want to say wealth, but financial mindset. Because my goal when I first started my business wasn't necessarily to be wealthy. It was that I didn't want to have to ever worry about money and I don't. And so that's where I want you to be, where I don't worry about if I want something expensive to get it. If I want, you know, I'm looking right now at a vintage um, car where I really want the first car I ever had, which is was a 68 uh, Mercury Cougar. I also had a uh, 67 Mustang at some point. So there's things like that that you just want to say, you know what, I want to go buy that. It's in my budget and I don't have to worry about it. And so that's why I want you to be where there's something you see, maybe not at that scale, because obviously I'd be looking at 20, 30,000 for a vintage car in mint condition. But I want you to be at a point where you don't have to worry about money. And I mean, why start a business not just for passion, but it's also because you want to have some financial independence. So when I do this strategic analysis, one thing I like to do is I start by evaluating uh, where my company currently stands in each of the four categories. So what you want to do is you want to do this on paper. Don't do this on your phone. Definitely do it on paper because it's really going to help you for the future and you can see it. And one of the things I was actually talking to my daughter about this recently, she is a high school English teacher and she was saying that she's noticed that when she has her kids, her students get their pen and pencil out and paper that they retain more information by writing it down. They understand information by writing it down. And we've got so used to, you know, electronic means. I'm always on my phone, whether it be taking notes, looking up something, checking social media, whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm always on my phone answering email. But I like also to have my my steno pad and my pen out, because then I can actually see it. I actually get a lot of joy, believe it or not, by journaling and uh, looking at things just from a, I call it a white paper, just from a, you know, pen to paper situation. And so when you're starting to evaluate where your company stands in these categories, the first thing you want to do under the heading strengths is list the areas where your business currently performs exceptionally well or possesses certain competitive advantages. But let's, before we get into that, let's say, let's make it up for you. So first thing you want to do is you want to put on the paper at the top, strategic analysis. That's what this is. And you can have any kind of paper you want. And then on the left side, you're going to put a little line down from that. Let's pretend that the strategic analysis is in a rectangle box. And then a line underneath strategic is going to be another box that you're going to create. And that's going to say internal. And then a line underneath the word analysis is going to be another box that says external. And then from each of those internal external boxes, so let's start with internal. Your first line down is going to be a box called strengths. And what strengths is going to be is going to be, for example, do you have experienced and committed employees? Do you have a long history in the community? Do you have products and services that have been shown to be effective? You know, what are your strengths? Do you have a strong social media presence? Anything that is a strength of your company will be in that box because you're going to want to build on it. Then we have weakness. So another line down under again, that internal box, and we want to put weaknesses. And this is where we're going to make a list of areas where your company could show improvement. Your business can show improvement. This could include cash flow problems. Um, it could high levels of debt. You know, how did you start your business? Did you do it by putting a lot of um, product or uh, services or advertisement on credit cards? 
Do you have a key employee who is about to retire or an employee or somebody that helps you? That's a problem or under weaknesses. And I hate to put this out there because this is very positive podcast. But do you have a family member that's involved in your business and but it's a weak link in your business? Sometimes working with family members is not a good thing. Now it may be in your situation, a good thing. But think about it. Do you have the same mindset for your business? Do you have the same goals for your business? Or are they just more self serving on either side? And is somebody trying to tell you what to do? That maybe doesn't have a filter. So weaknesses are really looking at where there's some inefficiencies. What about an aging IT system? Do you need a new laptop? Do you need a new desktop? Uh, today, I was just dealing with something with my uh, internet. And it basically they had to reload a couple of things on my applications on my um, my desktop. But I they, first thing they asked me is how old is your computer? I'm like, it's only three years old, it's fairly new. And they almost laughed at me on the phone. I'm like, three years is nothing. How many of you have laptops and desktops that you've had for years? Now my laptop is newer. It's about a year old. But oh my gosh, and it, as soon as it seems like as soon as you buy a uh, computer, it's already old. But things under weaknesses, do you have slow internet? Do you have do you have a bad workspace? Do you have a space that isn't inspiring? Those are things that definitely be listed under weaknesses under your business. Now, if you have trouble developing an objective assessment of your strengths and weaknesses, imagine that you're viewing your business from a variety of perspectives, such as that of a client, a vendor, a staff member, or an investor. The comments that you've received from others about your business can also help you determine more accurately the areas in which your group excels, where your business excels, as well as those in which improvement is needed. And you really need to listen to feedback, whether you like it or not, it's important to listen. Otherwise, you can't change anything or improve anything or um, adjust anything unless you are listening. Now you have to look at external. So let's move to the right side box. So again, our top box is strategic analysis. Our left sided box, we put a little line down, made another box is internal. And underneath the internal box, we had strengths, we had weaknesses. Now we're moving to the box on the right and that's external. Then we're putting a little line down and now we're getting to our O from our acronym SWOT, which is now opportunities. So we need to potentially evaluate that. And you're also going to have another box to the right. It's going to be threats. That's the T. So we have opportunities and threats under external. When compiling a list of opportunities, think about the possibilities for your business, both large and small, for expanding your offerings, for creating new funding or revenue streams. So this could be, for example, partnering with another business, adding new products, or intensifying marketing efforts in a new targeted demographic. So you want to figure out what are your opportunities? Who could you partner with? How could you expand your visibility? Um, let's say that you're on Instagram and your social media, but you haven't even thought about getting on your Instagram story. And you can make that fun and a little bit more lighthearted. I try not to, or I try to encourage um, business owners and entrepreneurs, what you put on your main Instagram page, don't put in your story. I, I block people who do that. I absolutely, or I should say I mute them. I don't want to duplicate my my time. And so you want to make sure that your story is not the same as what's on your regular uh, page. Otherwise, people are saying it's too infiltrated. Also, unless it's something that is fun or humorous or positive, try not to put something that's on 
Facebook that also crosses over to Instagram. If you know most of your social media followers, especially for your business, follow both pages. Because again, you're going to get blocked. They're going to say, I already saw that. And nobody likes redundancy. They want to see new, fresh information. And so that could actually be under a weakness if you're doing that, but make the opportunity to expand that look and expand your customer base that way. One of the things that I never wanted to do was to get back on Facebook. Facebook is evil to me sometimes. I just don't like it. I don't like that it has some biases on it, but here's some of the rules on Facebook and some of the demographics that I try to reach, unfortunately or fortunately, are on Facebook. I have two pages that are dedicated to business on Facebook for Terry Fletcher Consulting. Well, one of the rules on Facebook is that you can't have a business page unless you have a personal page. Well, I don't really want people in business seeing my personal page, and I actually didn't want to have a personal page where, you know, you can just see some of the negativity in the world. And so I tried to get off the personal page, but then it said to log into my business page, I had to be in the personal page. So sometimes you got to take the good with the bad. But there are some rules also when it comes to social media areas that you have to be aware of. And then under the heading for threats, this is uh, where you want to list all of the outside influences that could prove detrimental, such as downturns in the economy, shifts in client demand, uh, changes in the legal or political landscape or natural disasters or the pandemic. And let me comment for those of you that are making that transition from employee to entrepreneur. So one of the things that is painfully true is that your life is exposed and people now know not only your political affiliations, but your family information and things maybe that in the world and on current events that you are not, let's say, with the mainstream. Let's just put it out there. And if that's the case, then if you comment on it in a public sense on any social media, you could get some backlash. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't speak your mind. This is a free country and we have the constitutional right to do that. But if you do that, remember that it could influence what's going on in your business and influence your customer base. Uh, one of the things that I, I mentioned, my daughter, she's trying to find that permanent teaching position because she's been a long-term sub for a while. And I said, you need to clean up your social media. It's not that you're saying anything incorrect, but nobody needs to see that you went out and had, you know, went out to a brewery with friends. I just think that there's some bias and stigmatisms out there that you have to be able to be neutral and you have to make sure that you're keeping it clean, you're keeping it to your your base and also what could be potential client base that's outside um, of your base. And so you have to be kind of speak to everybody. Believe me, I hate being stifled. I'm out, I'm an outlier if there ever was one, because I like to be heard. And from somebody who I believe myself is educated in a lot of things that are happening in the world, it's hard for me to see some of the miseducation, misinformation. And let's just use a phrase from what's out there, fake news that goes on. But in saying that, I also know who my client base is and who are my my potential client base uh, people. And I have to be very, very careful in making sure that I am not too vocal. I am not uh, too controversial. That's probably the biggest thing. And that I don't put something out there that will turn somebody off. And so it's hard. It is very hard, especially when you see some injustices being done. But you have to be very cognizant of what's going on in your world, especially as you're trying to grow a business.
So after compiling your own SWOT list, convene a meeting with either your management team, which could be your spouse or your partner or whoever is part of your business, could be some professional advisors or representative of your group of employees if you have employees so far. And when discussing strengths and weaknesses, focus especially on where your company stands in each of these areas relative to your competitors, the company's capacity to grow and take on a new challenge, and how your company's strengths and weaknesses could make it more vulnerable, so or possibly more resilient in the face of outside threats, and always put your threats on that one side. Once you and your team or you and your partner have compiled a thorough SWOT list, this information can be used by your company to streamline practices and formulate new strategies. Also, a SWOT analysis can help your company build on its current strengths, make plans to improve areas of weakness and prepare to avert or cope with any potential problems. Remember, I use that word pivot all the time. When you have to pivot, when all of a sudden it's not what you thought it was going to be, having this list and understanding where you lie within those different things and those different headers can really help you hone your strategy and strengthen your position uh, in the marketplace, in your craft, and in uh, hopefully your small business. And the analysis also can be useful when approaching investors and improving your relations with board members, employees, or other stakeholders. And also a thoughtfully prepared inventory of your assets and liabilities. So what is your cash flow? What is your uh, your, no, your uh, credit um, liabilities? Coupled with a strategic plan to act on those findings can serve as tangible evidence of your management skills and willingness to take the action necessary to ensure that your business continues to meet or exceed its goals. You have to have a goal. Otherwise, if you don't have a goal and a plan, it's just an idea. It's a hobby. And if you want to take it from hobby to actual business, then it's important to look at a strategic analysis, internal and external factors, and really, really focus on strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, SWOT, to assessing the health of your business. All right, everyone, thank you for listening this week. I appreciate everyone uh, joining me and I hope you make it a great day and a great week. And thank you for listening to the Business Collective Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Business Collective Podcast. Drop us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out our website and blog at www.business-collective.com.